You are listening to Portland Radio Project 99.1 FM on your dial and streaming worldwide on our site, prp.fm. I am Jenna D, and I am here today with Kendall Sally Mylots, vocalist, songwriter, and guitarist from local dream pop band Star Over Blue. How's it going, Kendall? Nice to talk to you again. It's going great, Jenna. Thank you so much for having me back. Of course. So the reason we have you on today is that you have a virtual benefit concert coming up September 12th called Star Over Blue and Friends Play Space Geist, where essentially you and other bands will be playing your 2016 record Space Geist track by track. And proceeds are going to the Doug Fur Lounge, one of Portland's most beloved establishments and art boutique, an independent venue located in San Jose, California. And the proceeds will also benefit the Black Resilience Fund, a local organization focused on fostering healing and resilience for Black Portlanders. So that was a mouthful. But first off, (laughs) (laughs) so first off, um, how about you give us a brief background on your relationship with these venues and the organization and why you've chosen them for this benefit? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our band Star for Blue, we were uh, located out of San Jose, California for the first eight or so years of our career. So that's where um, our biggest following still to date is um, down in San Jose. And Art Boutique is the first real venue that we ever played down there. And um, they just, they provided a home for our band. We did record releases there. We just, we really, really grew as a band there. And, you know, we went through lineup changes and they always had us back. And they're just, a, they're such an important part of our band's history. And so when we relocated from San Jose to Portland about, gosh, four or five years ago now, it's been a while, um, we, you know, we had this kind of art boutique shaped hole in our collective heart and we, we discovered Doug Fur, and we absolutely fell in love. And, um, you know, we've been, Dirk and I, um, we founded the band together and we've been attending shows at Doug Fur, um, you know, since we moved up here, we've seen absolutely incredible acts there, both locals and national touring indie acts, just incredible memories made seeing concerts there. And then last September, we were fortunate enough to host our own record release there, which was a goal we had set for ourselves when we first moved to Portland and discovered the venue. We said, okay, in the first, our first three years of being here and, and, you know, kind of reinventing ourselves as a band in the Pacific Northwest, we're going to set this goal that we want to play Doug for in three years. And it was, it was so exciting. I think it was possibly even to the day um, of our three-year anniversary living here in Portland that we got the confirmation that our album release was set for Doug Fur, and um, and we'd be having having the party there so it was so exciting and um, you know it just because of that we just have such incredible memories of that night and just the whole kind of story behind it and that venue just means a lot to to myself, to Dirk, and to our um, to our other bandmates as well, who have um, who are Portland natives, and have been going to that club for as, as long as they were able. Yeah, so <laughs> understandable. Yeah, so, so yeah, so that's why um, that's why we chose those two venues. They're just the nearest and dearest clubs to our heart. I mean, obviously Portland has so many incredible, worthy, independent venues, but these are just the ones that we've really latched onto in our time here and, and just really, really mean a lot to us. Yeah. And talk about perfect timing for that record release too. Like you made that goal and then you exacted <laughs> it. That's just, yes. Awesome. It was like the nick of time too. We were like, is this going to happen? And we have been talking and we remembered that we had set that very specific goal and it was pretty surreal to be able to do that. It was just an incredible night. Um, 
we we shared the bill with Small Million and another wonderful Portland group, uh, The Fourth Wall. And it was just, it was so much fun. Nice. So kind of speaking of that, I mentioned briefly how this event will feature you and quote unquote friends. Uh, Some appear to be like not only local favorites, but others from your hometown, San Jose. So who are some of these other artists who will be showcasing your work? Um, Yeah, we have a whole incredible lineup of people, both from, like you said, from from San Jose and from here in the Pacific Northwest. So um, some of the names that I'm sure you recognize are uh, Malachi from Small Millions going to be performing. Nice. The the whole Young Elk band is going to come on and do one of the tracks from the record. Those are probably the two biggest Portland names. And then something else that's really cool about um, the lineup of the show, as you said, we're doing it track by track. And we're actually having every member of our current lineup of Star Harbor Blue, they're going to cover one of the songs independently. Oh. So it's it's going to be really special. We haven't heard any of the covers yet or anything, but our bandmates, James, Kyle, Jared, they're just, they're so incredibly talented. They're all multi-instrumentalists and they all have beautiful voices. And we just, Dirk and I thought that this would be a really cool kind of special opportunity to showcase them and their talents, especially, you know, it's just, it's been so hard for us to connect and collaborate during the, the lockdown time and everything. And, and we just wanted to give them something special to look forward to, too. And um, yeah, we've just never done anything like this before. So yep, we're showcasing the whole <laughs> the whole Star Wars lineup. And then from down in the Bay Area, we've got um, the Y Axes are going to be playing. They're uh, from San Francisco, but they are no strangers to Art Boutique. They played there many, many times and love the venue just like we do. And we have some former Star Wars Blue bandmates from San Jose that are going to play. Uh, my best friend Allison Barnes, an incredible musician from uh, now from Utah, is going to join us. She's actually going to be in person with uh, myself and Dirk, so she's going to do some harmonies for us on the ones that we're playing as well. Oh, nice! So it's just going to be really special. There's a lot of people involved, and um, yeah, I just I can't wait to do it. We have we haven't heard the tracks, we don't know what to expect, but it's just going to be this really collaborative variety show-esque type event and we're just crossing our fingers everybody's internet works and (laughs) (laughs) die in the middle of the the show but you know if it does there's like 12 or 13 different artists that can step up and play a song so yeah I mean like it's really awesome that you have so much love from all these other artists and like even your former bandmates it's it's just everybody I, I have this philosophy that like once you play music with someone like you you know you share a stage with them or you write a song with them or you guest vocal with them I don't know I just I feel like it's such a it's such a special connection and I I view all of our past and present band members as family and so something like this is just a really cool way to just kind of bring the family back together and that's probably what I'm most excited for that's that's wonderful uh so on like a slightly different track kind of on the negative side as a musical artist and indie artist you've probably lost a lot of income Mm -hmm. through like a lack of live shows since the pandemic started yes but it is like really admirable that you're putting on concerts to benefit venues so like why is having access to small independent venues so important to you and other artists like you I mean you kind of touched on it earlier but yeah like why is it just super vital for emerging artists and other indie artists in the industry? Um, I think for us specifically, I mean, I spoke to this um, when I was talking about our boutique a little bit, but it's these places are so important for aspiring musicians because they give you something attainable to strive for. They allow you to set goals and to envision yourself on this stage that is very reputable 
but you know, you just have this feeling like if you work hard enough, you can get to this point too. And you can, you can put on a show here and, um, you know, you can, you can be up on that marquee. And I think that because the sound quality in, in these two venues in particular is so high and the staff is so wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of the whole package. It's what you, you dream of as a, as a baby band. You just, you want somewhere, you want to play somewhere that, that loves what they do. They love putting on shows. They value the artists. They respect you and your craft. And, and ultimately, these are places you know, these are staples of our, our communities where I, I said this in one of my Facebook posts a couple a couple of days ago, but people from any background can come into these places and just kind of forget about the outside world for a little bit and just cram in there shoulder to shoulder, all sweaty and enjoy a night of music together. And there, there are very few places that are like that. I mean, you could say that about, you know, just a bar or something, but just to have a unified focus and to share in enjoying live music is a very, very special thing. And I just, it's so difficult to imagine what Portland would, would look like without, you know, Doug Fur and other venues like it and, and San Jose without Art Boutique. It's just, it makes me so sad. And I just, I don't want that future for you know, selfishly, like for our own band or any of our fellow musicians. But, you know, when I think about having kids in the future, too, I want them to be able to enjoy these places and and benefit from them in the same ways that we did, both enjoying music or maybe even getting on these stages themselves and, you know, setting goals around being able to do that. That is a wonderful sentiment that I couldn't agree more with. Like just thinking about future generations being able to experience what we experienced in that atmosphere. It's truly something to think about Mm -hmm. and kind of just remember and then, yeah, hopefully continue to experience even more. I hope so too. I really do. So I know when uh, we last talked, we only touched briefly briefly on how Space Geist is essentially like a sci-fi dystopian concept album and like (laughs) those genres are super right up my alley so so yeah (laughs) I want to know um what was the creative process like for you as far as like incorporating that subject matter musically and lyrically like especially musically too thank you for asking that I mean okay so we put this record out we finally released it in 2016 but we had been working on it I think from start to finish, God, it must have been over a five-year <laughs> process from starting to write the songs and then recording them and then producing the final project. It was just a really, really long, kind of expansive thing. And it grew to be this 16-track kind of monstrosity. And it was just, <laughs> it was really labor-intensive. It was our, our biggest record to date. And I think, you know, looking back on the subjects in there, and like you said, being, you know, this kind of dystopian sci-fi themes running through it, I think that was very much a product of living in San Jose and the the Silicon Valley down there where, you know, it's just this, it's basically the world's innovation hub. And, you know, we were surrounded by these startup people at all times and, you know, new technology companies popping up everywhere and just San Jose, everything from like the airport to the downtown just always had like the latest technological gadgets. And um, it was just a whole vibe down there. Just the whole aesthetic of, of Silicon Valley is so unique in that. And I think living, you know, in the, the hot spot of all that technology that puts you in a very like uh, a sci-fi frame of mind. And I mean, we love that stuff anyway. We, I mean, personally, I'm like obsessed with Star Trek, but um, it's like, nice. it's just, just living amidst that, I think really, really impacted like the themes of the record and everything. There are, for example, I think the one of the things that comes to mind, like there's Dirk has these piano interludes throughout the record. Um, 
there's like one in the middle and then one that closes the record. And so it's, there are these beautiful piano melodies, but they're shrouded in all of this kind of like technological noises and soundscapey beep boops and things like that. Just, just kind of symbolizing, you know, there's, there's beauty, but it's shrouded in, you know, what, what we've done to ourselves through computers and smartphones and, and, and all that um, social media and just Mm -hmm. the juxtaposition of those two things was very, very apparent living in San Jose for so long. So I think that really shaped it. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. So I think we've been teasing people long enough here. Um, why don't we hear a selection from Space Geist? That sounds great. That's just amazing work. (laughs) So like going back to the virtual benefit itself, the fact that you were even able to rally this many artists to perform for these great causes is just wonderful. What was the process like of organizing a collaborative virtual show for the first time? Honestly, it kind of happened by accident. (laughs) We we didn't really know what this event was going to become um, when Dirk and I first started talking about it, because basically the way it came about, um, we realized that the anniversary of the Space Geist record was coming up. And, you know, as a band, it's always fun to celebrate those milestones and look back at the the things that, you, you know, just the pieces of your discography over the years. So we were thinking, you know, we should we should do something where we play this or we should play it from start to finish because we've never done that. And, you know, it just it would have been a very ambitious thing to to relearn all 16 tracks from it. And and then we said, well, you know, why don't we ask a couple friends to sit in and just cover some of them? Because, you know, that'd probably be more entertaining for people to watch anyway, since it's virtual and, um, you know, just to get some other voices and faces in there. And and then from there, we got to thinking, well, how could we maybe turn this into something bigger and, and maybe get some more community involvement? Because, you know, this is the time every year that we're usually touring. We, we always do like a late summer tour um, crossing over end of August to September. And, you know, so we missed our venues. We missed, um, we were we were missing Doug Fur, like we played there last year. We missed our boutique we played there last summer as well. And we thought, okay, why don't we try to bridge all of these things? And so we reached out to our friends at our boutique and Doug Fur, and, um, you know, they were really, they were really sweet and supportive and excited to be involved. And, and uh, we wanted to have the proceeds benefit them because obviously they're both struggling with the lockdown situation and everything. Thing and, and people not able to attend shows. So basically the momentum just kept building and building. And then, um, you know, we wanted to bring in the um, Portland's Black Resilience Fund as well, because there's just, there's so much going on in the country right now. And they are such a force for good um, here in Portland. And just, they provide emergency aid to Black Portlanders, um, you know, especially amidst the, the pandemic and everything that's more needed than ever. And they're just doing such incredible work. And they've done so much in such a short period of time. It's just, it's really, really inspiring to see. And so, um, you know, we just wanted to show some love for them as well. And um, so those are our 
our three, you know, venues and organizations and, and that's kind of where it landed. And we just, you know, we said, it looks like we can, we have enough musicians involved to, to flesh out the entire record, including the classical interludes and everything like that. So yeah, <laughs> it just, it just snowballed and then <laughs> it just became this, this kind of cool collaborative community thing. And honestly, I'm, you know, I'm so deep in it now. I, I haven't really had a chance to like step back and think about, you know, like what the experience is going to be like, but, you know, in the, in the, the moments that I have, I think that, um, you know, like I said, assuming everyone's internet works, I think this could be a really cool way to spend, you know, your Saturday night, just this, this variety show type performance. And, um, you know, it's, it's obviously for, for very, very good causes, very dear to our, um, you know, our band's collective heart and everything. Absolutely. So if you, listener, would like to get tickets to Star Over Blue and Friends play Space Geist, there is a $5 minimum admission with option for additional donation. So yeah, we've mentioned this is virtual, but um, Kendall, how can our listeners get tickets and what will they need to view the show? Yeah, so you can get tickets. You can, if you're on Instagram, you can just go to the Star Over Blue profile and the link is in the bio. Or you can go to staroverblue.com and then scroll down to the shows section and the ticket link is there as well. If you happen to be on Doug Fur's website, the show is also linked to from there so you can get the tickets through their link. So we're just trying to get it out there in as many places as possible, but it all goes to the same page. You'll, you'll make your donation through the Eventbrite ticket page. Um, you'll find it all those links and you will need Zoom to view the show. You can access Zoom for free as a viewer. So um, all you have to do is just go to zoom.com and then download the appropriate software. And um, many, many of you listening might already have that from, from work since I know a lot of people are working remotely these days. Um, so same software, nothing crazy there. But um, yeah, the whole thing will be held virtually. And um, the space is, because it is Zoom, the space is limited. So um just something to keep in mind when you're considering getting your tickets. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Uh, the show itself will take place from 7.30 to 9 p.m. on Saturday, September 12th. I assume this is Pacific Pacific yes. time. <laughs> yes. um, all ages are welcome, and the proceeds go to the Doug Fur Lounge and Art Boutique, as well as the Black Resilience Fund in Portland. Um, we will have a blog post on our site, prp.fm, with more detail. Thanks so much for coming on, Kendall. Thank you so much for having me back. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. I'm really looking forward to seeing this concert, and it's always nice to talk to you. It's nice to talk to you, too. I was really looking forward to this. I, I'm happy we could make it work, even though we're not in person together and it's the beauty of technology the beauty of technology <laughs> all right well take it easy and like i said looking forward to seeing the concert thank you so much jenna 